And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Zombie Man Sandwiches. With more layers than one of Bruce's outfits, no one makes a sandwich like the Zombie Man can. Previously on What Is Not. Whatever it is, it's in our house. This very strange group of people come trouncing into the Thomas family home. There was something about a creature that haunted people while they slept, but the one that he had circled was the Boogeyman. As a creature of the night, light was not something that it got along with. Zeke musters all of his energy and and changes form, and suddenly before them all is a red panda. You're all kicked out, and I would say that at this point, this avenue of investigation to you guys is closed. They're not going to work with you. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad is going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Seeing maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Elaine, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. So at the end of the episode, we've been kicked out. The family's going to the hotel and we are just going to wait around for a couple hours and then go back. That's right. That's where we were. Yes, that's where you were. Going back and listening to it, I feel like there's a combination of problems with you sticking around. One, it's gotten kind of late. And so if you don't go right back in, I feel like it's going to be early morning, and I don't know what kind of information you're going to get from that. And also, you really freaked out the Thomases. <laughs> so maybe should we just take the kids into the white van and drive away then? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's grab all their kids. Talk to them later? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good plan. That's um, what I thought might... Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no. That's what a hero would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but the Thomases are leaving. They're leaving the house empty. This is like the only opportunity. Yeah, Bruce jumps out of the van, runs back to the house, breaks in, and gets into the kid's bed and goes to sleep. He's ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sweet.
Have you just, like, Leroy Jenkins into the house? Because you called it Leroy Jenkins? Yes. <laughs> I, just, I just Leroy Jenkins. I don't get the reference. There's a classic World of Warcraft video where everybody's spending this copious amount of time talking about how they're going to handle a boss fight. And then a character Leroy named Jenkins Leroy just Jenkins just goes, just goes, Leroy Jenkins, and then charges in and gets them all killed. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. Thank you. Uh, I can't die. I can't die. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could put that to the test. Don't come into the house. If I die, I don't die. Okay, so Bruce is playing Joy in the bed. Well, let's get Bruce into the house first. Drew, go ahead and roll a... Oh, shit, I need dice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So much for Leroy Jenkins. Two dice. Two dice. <laughs> All right, what am I rolling? Act under pressure. Act under pressure. Five. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Do I get anything to add to that? Oh, wait, cool. So six. Uh, do you need help? Because one would get you where you need to be, right? You'll have to come into the house with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that Bruce needs help. So <laughs> Bruce ran straight at the door and smacked into it. <laughs> Did he leave a little bit of himself behind? <laughs> I think he always does. Have the Thomases already left, right? They're gone already? God, I hope so. Yes, the Thomases have already gone. Okay, By the okay. way, I rolled for help, and I got a five. A six minus one for cool, so I... <laughs> Helpful. I tried. She busted out her credit card and just unlocked the door for me while I was laying on the ground. Oh. <laughs> Well, no, she did not, because both of you need to mark experience. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you. Should I try? Like, Well, let's dissect what we've done so far before we just charge right in. <laughs> so, right. act under pressure on a, a six or below, it, it doesn't go well. So... He can't get in. And then to help somebody, where is help somebody? Because that's got its own little thing that, or help out. It doesn't have a negative, so. <laughs> Wait, I never leveled up. I leveled up last week, right? And I never used it. So I'm going to put my point into agile. You never have to act under pressure when climbing, jumping, or tumbling. Wow. Does that resolve oh, my situation? Can I, can I keep my experience, though, for my help out failed role? <laughs> no, if, if he does that, then we're going to have to like have to get rid of your experience points. Damn it. <laughs> we are retconning. <laughs> Should Zeke just turn back into a red panda and barrel through the door? No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> my That's God. insane. Okay. What is even happening? I'm so lost. <laughs> This house is hard. <laughs> well, as I understand it, we got kicked out of a house for being creepy. And as soon as the family left, we're immediately breaking back into it. To be more creepy? That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. Solid. Now, if that's your experience, like that is the power that you have called. Is that what you were planning on calling? Taking the skill agile? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Right. I've unexperienced myself. Very yeah. nice. I will unexperience right. myself as well. <laughs> but I am also not a luchador. <laughs> How do you get into the house? 
Okay, so I think Bruce might have been watching a little of uh, the original Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise the other day. Mm-hmm. So he's going to climb up the outside of the house, make his way somehow into the attic, and then he's going to kind of do that like free fall down into her bedroom. Without touching anything. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to leave any uh, Bruce evidence. I feel like that that's what Bruce pictures... But I think what actually happens is he goes into the attic and then steps on the stairs and then the stairs like drop. Oh, <laughs> and he rolls into the hall with a flourish. <laughs> the flirt, excellent. He's falling with style. Leaving various body parts behind. I am agile now. Yes. <laughs> He's falling with style. Leave him alone. So you're in. What do you do? I hop in the kid's bed and pretend I'm the little kid going to sleep, waiting for the monster. All right. You're not letting your friends in? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I probably should do that. (laughs) So he just went in the house without us? All right. So Bruce, first Bruce is going to go to the kitchen and see what's in the fridge. He's going to get some snacks. Good move. I'm behind that move. Then he's going to go open the door and let everybody else in while he's got like a bowl of cereal. And he's like, hey, come on in. (laughs) Okay, so. Now he's getting into bed. Is everybody in the house? Is everybody going in the house? Is anybody staying outside? While zombie boy is in the house but hasn't let us in yet, I just want to casually say, so why why a red panda? (laughs) (laughs) Did you get to pick that or is it just, were you just born that way? I I just born that way. Yeah. It's like. Wow. Cool. Well, why not like a grizzly bear or something more intimidating? (laughs) Because I think that's what I would have wanted. And so life said no. (laughs) you know you've struggled your whole life being this big oafish crazy guy that everybody's intimidated by so as i'm having these powers and i want to channel them into this grizzly thing i channel them and i become a cute red panda (laughs) (laughs) it's just yet another challenge to have to face it seems like both a blessing and a curse i would agree (laughs) what is even happening (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, do we grab weapons? I mean, how are we going to take this thing down? It's sensitive to light, but can light destroy it? We we don't want to like just scare it away. We want to kill it. I don't think we know how to kill it yet. We haven't figured that out. Should I check my hunter's journal? Please check your hunter's journal. <laughs> I have to roll to investigate a mystery first. Go for it. It's plus sharp, right? Plus sharp. Yes. I rolled six and I get a plus one, so seven. So you get one question. I'm going to also use my hunter's journal, which gives me three additional questions that I can use. Oh, yeah. What's the detail we haven't seen here yet? There's really no details because there's not a lot of evidence. The only evidence that you had was the video. What I'm going to say is that your hunter's journal does say that... When under a direct source of light, the boogeyman cannot retreat into the world of dreams. Under a what? Under a direct source of light. Like a flashlight or like the sun? Or it doesn't matter. Like a flame? Or like a Care Bear chest blast? 
<laughs> I like that. It just says a direct source of light. If exposed to sunlight, it will be instantly banished back to the dream. Oh. oh, that's interesting. So maybe it's a good thing we're we're staying into the early morning hours. Wait, banished forever? It just says banished back to the dream realm. Well, so this is two very different things that are both tied to light. A direct source of light prevents it from going to the dream world. Sunlight forces it into the dream world. So we can either trap it or make it go away. We have to trap it and kill it. <laughs> we still don't know how to do the killing part, though. I do have a flamethrower, which is both light and it sounds deadly. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, we've been kicked out of the house, terrified the family. <laughs> Let's break into their little girl's room and torch it with a flamethrower. And set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Whose car did we bring? It was a van. Also, at this point, I think Bruce is in the kitchen just preparing a whole meal for us since oh my God. we're all there. He's got a Dagwood sandwich. and. <laughs> did we bring weapons and stuff with us i can't remember you didn't really come terribly prepared i know that um <laughs> well yeah. i know that bruce has a blessed hammer because he used all of your holy water on his hammer because he was really leaning into this whole repairman thing <laughs> wait i thought i only used my vial like we had split it up no all of it was in the water pistol there wasn't enough to split up. Yikes. All right, so I'm in bed with the holy hammer. I've got my I've got my <laughs> holy dagger on me. Do we have a source of light that's not going to light the house on fire? <laughs> I guess it's a silver knife. I have a silver knife. Do we have access to our Discord channel? Yes, but usually that takes some time to get responses back. I do think something was put on last episode yeah we yeah we message we ask them for help i mean we could use the flashlight on our apple watches to mesmerize we could search the house for a flashlight like a lantern or who has a, uh, a bright like what are, those <laughs> what, are, what are those happy lights you know the little house lights? on the prairie with the lanterns are these avid campers like what is happening <laughs> But she's a psychologist, so she might have one of those big, happy lights. Maybe Joy just has a nightlight in her room that we could turn on. We don't even know what kind of light source would work. Since she's been visited by the boogeyman and probably would have had her nightlight on all night, yeah. either it's not powerful enough to keep the boogeyman at bay, or she doesn't have one. What about using a flashlight directed into a mirror and having the mirror direct the light? Oh, that's not a direct source. Never mind. What about same-day Amazon delivery? Do we have access? <laughs> <laughs> you would have had to order a couple hours ago to get next-day delivery. Maybe Jason is a hiker and he's got one of those hiking headsets with the light on the front of it. Why don't we do this? What are you trying to accomplish? And let's, let's, let's do no that. Idea. Okay, what if we just turn the bedroom light on? Like, that is a direct source of light. Oh, my just God. Turn can't the sleep with light. the light on. It's not going to work. No, no. When he appears. We have to lure the creature in and then turn the light on. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. so. Okay. What are we trying to accomplish here, though? Are we trying to capture? Can we care bear it away? Let's put Donovan in the bed, have him take his shirt off, get under the blanket, and then as soon as the thing shows, he just chest bombs him. I mean, I feel like that might be a good option, but I'm outside the house. You're in there making a sandwich. So, <laughs> Did you want a sandwich? Bruce will make you a sandwich. Well, did you ask? I think Bruce let us in. <laughs> I just remembered something. Only fear draws it out. So Bruce has to be really scared of the creature. Bruce will think about that dog almost dying. Now he's scared. Okay. 
I think Bruce had his cereal, then he let us in, and then he went back to make the uh, Dagwood sandwich. So I think I think we are inside for the sandwich portion of the meal. Yeah, we have all been invited in. I think Bruce has also decided to do some laundry while we're there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody, we need to focus. We need to focus. It's going to be daylight soon. We've broken into somebody's house. I mean, right now, the police could show up and just arrest us all. We need to focus on our goal. We're here for the monster. Okay, Bruce in bed with the holy hammer. And when the creature appears, he smacks the guy with the hammer. We turn the light on and then we try to kill it. This sounds like a good plan. Sounds good. We'll hide in the hallway outside the room. Zombie boy, as soon as you see the creature, just yell or something, make a noise, and we'll come running in to flip the light switch. Uh, whack it and hit it with your hammer as soon as i see it i'm gonna get like further under the blanket and i'm get my phone out and just text you guys be like oh my god <laughs> so well here's my question does bruce as a zombie sleep um oh oh why you gotta make it complicated <laughs> i'm sorry you're the one who decided to play a zombie <laughs> 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 who's tired bruce is like an elf he needs to like meditate for like a couple hours okay all right i just i'm just i'm just trying to get a picture of what we're doing here where is everybody else everybody's just chilling in the hallway sure is the door open i think it needs to be closed so the boogeyman can't see us hovering it's closed okay your flashlight you know how your phone you can turn your light on and then so that you can turn your phone over with the light so that we have some immediate light source to keep him. Okay. Because he fades fast. Okay. So my phone is now set to flashlight on, and I'm hiding it like up against my chest so I don't give it off. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And meditating. I'm meditating and getting ready to go Donovan on this guy. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're all chilling and waiting. Everybody give me an act under pressure roll, please. What do you add to that? Cool. Seven. I also got a seven, although I minus... I'm minus one, so I guess I got a six. I got a nine. Nine. I got a nine. So everybody's somewhere in between seven and nine. So well, I'm a six. Oh, you're a six. Because I have minus one cool. So yeah, I rolled seven. I'm minus one, so I'm a six. Okay. Can we help him? No. No, you can't really help him because you don't know what you roll for. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce is chilling, just kind of sitting there waiting, you know, maybe taking in the really cool unicorn themed bedroom that joy has uh in the hallway everybody's kind of sitting there it's kind of getting boring you're waiting you're waiting you're waiting i'm actually starting to nod off fearfully well that is actually what the act under pressure was because zeke does drift off he's unable to keep he's had had a long day turning into a fuzzy red panda takes a lot out of a person and so he falls asleep and he has a Another nightmare. What is this nightmare, Zeke? The nightmare is of my youth. Being in a dark space where my uh, father and grandfather would take me to their work and just like all of these creatures around and all these scary things and not being able to do anything but just kind of watch them and see them in this dark kind of crazy scary space that I couldn't get away from. Okay. Is that based on a memory or is that just... Like your subconscious doing things. It's probably a little bit of both. There are elements of reality in that from when I was a kid and would accompany my dad and grandfather to Cryptocore. 
and then the young child kind of enhanced. And over the years, some of these things kind of took on a life of their own in my memory. And now I sometimes have these nightmares where I'm back in that space and back in those places. And it's part of what causes me to have stress and anxiety these days. Okay. Can I have Donovan, Susan, and Beth all roll plus sharp? Ten. Ten. Five. (laughs) (laughs) How is everybody sitting? How is everybody situated? I imagine that I took kind of a meditative pose, you know, cross-legged on the floor, kind of trying to just be very monk-like, center myself and all that jazz. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm in a squat position, like leaning against my my back against the wall, but not totally seated. Gotcha. Zeke is just kind of sprawled out in in the hallway in his kind of big oafish kind of way, taking up too much room. Um, Beth is uh, standing, leaning against the wall with her arms crossed uh, across her chest with her ankles crossed. Okay, so Susan and Beth... Out of their corner of the eye, you think you see movement coming from down the hall. From, I would say, Susan's left and Beth's right, because I'm putting you guys opposite each other in the hallway. That's the direction the front door would be. Further down the other way is the bedrooms. And you see this like white something moving down the hall. And as it gets closer, it is a hand. And it is making its way down the hall and it's coming right at Zeke. Look out, Zeke! It's right behind you! Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying the latest episode of What Is Not. I want to congratulate Bamashox and Alinzia for their amazing work this weekend. Several members of the As the Dice Roll crew did a D&D one-shot to help raise money for Extra Life. And we ended up raising $660. That'll all be going to support Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Thank you to everyone who watched and donated. If you listen to Cautious Optimism, you've already heard this, but I wanted to repeat it for anyone who only listens to what is not, though you should totally go listen to Cautious Optimism because we're really getting into some awesome content. We had someone bring up some concerns about some of the content in the last episode of what is not. I think we've cleared everything up, but I just want everyone to know that We here at As The Dice Roll never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. All the GMs have had conversations with their players about boundaries and what they're all comfortable with, but we don't really get a chance to have that conversation with our listeners. I'm going to try and be aware of possible content that may require trigger warnings as we move forward, but I'm human and can miss things, so please know that we are always happy to listen to concerns so we can continually make the show better. I also hope that we've built up enough trust that you know we wouldn't cross certain lines, and if we ever do cross those lines, we hope you'll hold us accountable. If you want to weigh in on the discussion, it's up on our dedicated As The Dice Roll Slack channel. You can also contact us through Twitter at As The Dice Roll RP, or find us on our Instagram at As The Dice Roll. And of course, you can always email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com, or if you want to leave us a voice message, which none of you have taken advantage of yet, you can do so by clicking on the link on our website at as the dice rollcast.com. I'll be back this next Friday, August 27th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. But until then, let's head back over to the Thomas house and see if the boogeyman gets Zeke right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down, when you're just looking to laugh and have fun, kick back and enjoy watching a video game. 
or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. Is Zeke in between us and the hand? You are actually between the hand and Zeke. And it's just a disembodied, I'm sorry, I missed a disembodied hand floating down the hall, you said? It's like hovering across the floor. It's like if somebody was reaching down the hallway towards Zeke, but it just keeps extending. It's like Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four, but you just see the hand. You don't necessarily see what it's attached to. Could it be a hand that Bruce lost while he tripped up in the attic and was trying to find its way back to him? Anything is possible. (laughs) So I think we know that this thing is drawn to nightmares in the dark and it appears. So like I'm looking across at Beth, wanting it to get to Zeke to see if like the rest of it appears, but not wanting it to hurt Zeke. So I don't know what to do. So it's coming for Zeke, but we also need to catch it. Can I potentially be standing near the light for the hallway? Sure. Okay. That's where I'm standing. But I'm not making any big movements, just watching Okay. as it comes closer. Do we know if this is something separate from the boogeyman or is this, could it be the boogeyman coming for? It looks a lot like the hand you saw in the video of the boogeyman attacking Joy. Okay. Has anybody noticed that Zeke is asleep yet? I don't know. Have you? He's snoring. I mean, he's got to be snoring. Yeah, Zeke didn't bring his CPAP with him into this um, <laughs> particular adventure. So, yeah, he's snoring like crazy. All right. Well, then we know he's asleep. All right. So, if nobody's going to do anything, you see the hand kind of come and it stops just short of Zeke. And then another hand kind of follows it down the hallway and stops next to it. And it's almost like it's pulling the rest of its body towards it from those hands and you see this head kind of start floating down the center of the hallway. Oh my the God. hell? Mm. I do have a dagger. My It's one of my things. And so I'm, I, my, my hand is wrapped around the, the dagger. It's a magical dagger. Okay. This face looks like a bald, gaunt, wrinkled, pasty white man coming down the hall. It's just ahead. And then you can kind of maybe make out that it looks like it's pulling itself. So you kind of make out just darker black in the darkness. That might be its arms or its shoulders. You can kind of see there is some sort of physical body there, but it almost looks like it's made out of shadow. And as the head gets closer, it's kind of moving across the floor as if it was pulling itself across the floor. And it gets up right next to Zeke and starts kind of looking at him and again like he did with Joy in the video petting Zeke's head 
and um, all of a sudden you see Zeke feel like looks very uncomfortable, like he's having a really bad dream, and he's starting to kind of toss around a little bit, and you see kind of little energy waves coming from Zeke and going into the oh. boogeyman. Uh, okay. <laughs> Can I do this motion where I like pull my gun and hit the light with my elbow? Yeah, like I, I feel like a lot of things are going to happen right at the same time. I like the light, the gun, me and my dagger going up, like creeping up. And also I'm about to yell for Bruce. As soon as that light goes on, I'm yelling for Bruce. Okay, so this is the sequence of things that I see happening. So... Beth is going to turn the light on and point the gun at the creature. Yes. And simultaneously, Susan is going to shout for Bruce. I'm shouting for Bruce and I'm going toward the creature with my knife. Like I'm planning on stabbing it once the light's on. All right. I'm envisioning accidental stabbings and shootings of Z here. <laughs> I'm not aiming for Very Bruce, careful. But he is lying on the floor, so hopefully I don't trip. Sprawled out. <laughs> I am now regretting, rather than being in a fetal position. Okay, so Beth does not have to roll anything because I think she's skilled enough to turn on a light. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. The light goes on and the creature suddenly realizes that there's not really any shadows around him. And he is, you can now see it is a very skinny, gaunt, like almost emaciated creature with scary teeth. If anybody has ever watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer and seen the oh, episode yes. yeah. Hush. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much like those kind of creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh. And so he turns, the waves stop emanating from Zeke and almost hisses and starts stumbling backwards towards the living room area, which is not in the light. Okay. Did I get to him with my knife? I mean, I yelled for Bruce. Bruce! <laughs> with the hammer! <laughs> I'm assuming you're trying to kick some ass? Yes. I am making some kind of embarrassing attempt to kick some ass. Okay, go for it. Okay, I got an eight, and then my tough is one, so that's a nine. Okay, so on a nine, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers of the game. That usually means you inflict the harm rating of your weapon, and your enemy inflicts the harm rating on you. So what is the harm of your dagger? It's a two. Creature takes two damage, but he hisses. Where do you hit him? I hit him in his back. I'm like aiming for his neck, but I think I miss. I, I hit him in his back. Okay, he spins around and pulls the dagger out of your hand. And then he looks you straight in the eye and he's going to use his terrifying gaze. So go ahead. <laughs> Roll plus cool. Oh, I don't have any cool. <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. <laughs> Seven minus one, which is a six. What is Susan's biggest fear? At this point in life, it's something happening to her niece and nephew. As you look into his eyes, you just get this image of both your niece and your nephew, not just dead, but like just torn apart, just horribly, horribly maimed and mutilated. 
and Susan is going to take one harm, and she is paralyzed with fear. She can't act for right now. Is Zeke still snoring through this whole interaction? I don't know. Is he? Well, I don't know. A knife attack isn't a particularly loud thing since the gun didn't go off. So I'm guessing he's still just kind of... There was a yell for Bruce and the lights came on. That could wake you up. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Zeke is awake and he's just kind of lying on the floor, staring up at this mayhem going like, what the fuck is going on here? I guess it's my turn to try to kick some ass. Anybody who wants to move, it's, it's up to you guys. You guys can negotiate it. I am in a fetal position right now, so I'm down on the ground. I think Beth should go kick yeah. some butt. All right, I'm going to roll seven. Go ahead and roll plus cool. Okay. Oh, jeez. Three. Oh, wow. Um, maybe some time to use some luck. <laughs> I do have a luck point, I think, still. We have a lot. Or did I use my luck point? I don't think you've ever used luck. We have a bunch of luck. You're using a gun, right? I do have a gun. So that seems like a situation where you really don't want to miss. You've got friendlies in the area. Zeke agrees. Well, I mean, the monster was in the hallway and I was between the monster and Zeke, right? Yes, but once the creature got to Zeke, you were then kind of almost, I'd say, above the monster. But he's backing up, right? Yeah, he's backing away. The failed roll is not on the attack. You do shoot him. Okay. Mm. So what damage does he take? With... My nine millimeter, it's one harm. Okay, so he takes one harm. And then what you failed on was his counterattack against you. Dang. That's whether you got to decide whether you want to use your luck point or not. Yeah, why not? Let's use it. Okay, so he still casts his terrifying gaze. What is Beth's biggest fear? Oh, man. She said a man. <laughs> um, <hang on. laughs> um being powerless i guess yeah okay so you get this flash of being alone without any weapons without anybody else around you and then just this desolation but for some reason it doesn't bother you because you can tell that it's not real. You saw how he reacted to Susan. And so you just kind of go, no, you know, you don't believe it. And because you don't believe it, it goes away. And not only does it go away, but you kind of feel like this move is not going to work on you anymore. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we decided you did get a luck move, and we stole the one from Meddling Kids. So when you spend a luck, you will see something you weren't supposed to see. It might help you with your current mystery, or it might just scare you. I am going to say that when you saw this vision, it's almost like you could see the plane of existence that the boogeyman is on, and you can see that he's moving towards what looks like a portal, right where the light starts to end in the hallway more light more light i feel like at this point should zeke be hopping up and trying to take charge here or attack the guy as well i mean he's so far he's just been kind of lying there watching all this go for it so i'm attacking is that the idea here yeah so roll kick some ass and add tough all right i rolled uh 10 total plus my tough is plus two so 12 nice okay You gain the advantage 
You're still at minus one. What has happened is that you actually have been visited before by this boogeyman. And that's why you've been having the nightmares. Mm. And that's why you haven't gotten a good night's sleep. Oh. So it's not just joy. So you have the choice of adding an extra effect. You can either gain the advantage and take plus one forward, which means that any action you have against the boogeyman moving forward is that plus one. So you can either negate your minus one, you can give plus one forward to somebody else, you can inflict an additional harm against the creature, you can suffer less harm because the creature is going to counterattack you, um, or you can force them where you want them. So many choices. Well, what is our objective here? Is our objective here simply to get rid of this thing and kill it, or do we want to make inquiries of it or learn something from it? I mean, I think we want to kill it so it stops harassing little kids. Before it goes into the portal, which it's nearing by getting into the dark. So then I think what would be best would be to, I forget exactly how you ordered it, but to basically harm it more. Kick some ass. Yeah. Well, you are kicking some ass. You just choose what your... um, Yeah. So carry it forward... Bring it to where we want it. What were the other ones? Inflict more harm. Take less harm because it's going to attack you. Yeah, the you. inflict more harm, I think, is what we're saying. Okay. What are you attacking it with? You mean a specific weapon? Yeah. Are you using your knife? Or are you using your hands? Well, I do have a big knife, but I could also just pound it. I don't see that listed. We can say that you're going to, like, tackle it. Yes. I like, to, I like the tackling idea. That gives it kind of a... Two harm, so we'll give you two harm. All right. You have at least stopped its progress from moving towards the shadows, but it's not sticking around too much longer. What is everybody else doing? Donovan wants to stand up and cast some magic. I'd like to try to create a flare, a magical light source that I will kind of propel into the room that is dark that he's trying to run to. Okay. So that I can light that room up. So I'm standing up and I cast a hoobly doobly zooby zooby. <laughs> and I got eight plus three weird is nine. No, eight plus three weird is 11. It's 11. Much better. <laughs> I'm a magician, not a mathematician. Okay? <laughs> Math is hard. <laughs> The room lights up. It's almost as if a torch had been lit on the other side of the boogeyman. He's almost kind of levitating off the ground at this point, and he starts spinning around and realizes that there are no shadows anywhere for him to retreat into. And he looks at Donovan, and he whispers in a very creepy voice, Release me! Donovan will respond... Be gone, foul beast. Leave the children of this fair city in peace. He almost looks panicked because he's looking around. He's trying to find any sort of way to get out. And since he is cornered, he's going to try and terrify Donovan. So Donovan, go ahead and roll plus cool. All right. Yep. Uh, Wait, what do I get for my cool modifier? Yeah, zero. Okay. Three. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's Donovan's biggest fear? Donovan is terribly afraid that he will fail to protect the world from the demons and monsters and that the whole world will just burn in some kind of Armageddon hellscape. 
Okay, so take one harm, and you are paralyzed with fear because what you see is almost like you were standing on the mountains overlooking Baghdad, and there's fire everywhere, there are bodies everywhere, there seem to be like demon creatures in the sky, and right in the middle of Route 66, the street that bisects Baghdad, is this giant hole. It reaches several city blocks, and out of it are just these purple black tentacles and just there's just chaos everywhere you see monks of your order strewn about you see your fellow hunters dead you see things that kind of look like the jersey devil flying in the air you see a bunch of these boogeymen type creatures running around attacking people like it's just utter chaos Next time on What Is Not. The creature doesn't quite know what to do with you. At first he tries to gaze at you, but he realizes that you're not something that can sleep. And it's making me think, hold on a second. Something's not right about this. Why? Why are you helping them? You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.